Chris Minns is now the state Labor leader. The member for Cogra, as we know, was in, a, was in the running with Michael Daly. Now, Mr Daly pulled out of the race after some negotiations. I believed it involved former Premier Morris Yemmer. Anyway, but look, the good news is that now state Labor in New South Wales has some clean air. Clean air to keep the Berejiklian government accountable. And as we know, a strong opposition leads to better governments. If you want to have your say on this, 13 12 69, but I'm happy to say that Chris joins us on the program. Morning, mate. Marcus, how are you? Good, thank you, and congratulations to you. Thank you, thank you. Looking forward to the job. Well, you've already been busy. Um, all over there since the announcement on Friday. Uh, on Saturday, uh, you travelled, uh, and then yesterday, you also travelled. Where have you been, and what have you, what have you been talking about? Yeah, Western Sydney on Saturday, first day on the job, out to Penrith and the southwest, speaking to families about the cost of living, how difficult it is to pay your bills and keep your head above water in Sydney, um, even today. So, look, my concern is, and I've said this for many years, but my concern as Labor leader is I think it's tough to live in Sydney, to raise your family and um, keep your head above water, and I, I want to be their champion in the New South Wales Parliament. Well, look, today I see with interest there's a story that uh, talks about the tolls. Now, that's something you've been very passionate about, mm. um, putting an end to so-called toll mania. Uh, you've been talking about this for years now, and it looks like uh, that hopefully, um, you know, the governments and the organisations, the roads giants, are looking at some kind of reform down the track, we can only hope. Look, that'd be great. We're all ears to any kind of solution to the problem facing Sydney. But, you know, Marcus, your listeners probably won't be surprised to know Sydney is the most tolled city on earth. Some families pay more than $5,000 a year in tolls uh, just to get to and from work. And the increase in these tolls was going up at 4% a year on many of the road networks. Now, inflation at most is running at 2.2%. So this is a huge impost on the family budget. It's not justifiable, and it's not what's happening in every other country in the world. They say that motorway giant Transurban has signalled it is open-minded on reforming Sydney's tolling regime, and it has floated the idea of more distance-based tolls and capital levies on existing tollways. Uh, the city's maze of toll roads will feature as a key political issue over the coming months, and that's something that obviously, Chris, you'll be fighting, uh, you know, <laughs> for the New South Wales taxpayers on. Yeah, look, I'm going to be their advocate. I'm going to fight on behalf of them. Uh, look, it's good that the big tollway companies are open-minded about reform, but it's, we're not interested in shifting the problem around. It has to be reducing the impost on the family budget so you yeah. know, mums and dads can get to and from work without blowing their bank uh, balance in the process. Well, I think it's in the best interests of Transurban and others because, uh, I, hate, I hate to say it, but within four or five years, the way things are going, there'll be very few people in the city of Sydney that will be, a, be able to afford to travel on their roads. So it's, <laughs> people will just simply move off them and they've got to come up with some sort of sensible solution that sees that, you know, that see that will see people remain on the toll roads because, as we know, when when they operate well, uh, you know, the M4, M2, M7, M6, when it's done, all the rest of them, you know, they, they do take uh, uh, some traffic problems away from back streets and, and that's what they're designed to do. But they shouldn't cost, you know, you shouldn't have to take out an extra mortgage in order to do so. 
Yeah, I mean, look, I live in uh, southern Sydney, in San Susie, and I'm the member for Cogra, and we've seen a massive increase in surface traffic since the toll road went in. I would have thought that if you spent billions of dollars of taxpayer money on a new tunnel, it would have reduced surface traffic, not increased it. And the key reason for the change, Marcus, is that the tolls are too expensive. So something's gone wrong here, and I'm glad that finally people are putting their heads up and saying, look, I think we've got this wrong, we need to change. Now, on Saturday, uh, you went to Blue Scope Steel in Wollongong. You caught up with Anna Watson, a member for Shell Harbour, and Paul Scully as well. Uh, You looked at how investment in our manufacturing sector can support secure, well-paid jobs and also drive the creation of new jobs for the future. Uh, Blue Scope, very much a part of the Illawarra landscape for, well, for decades upon decades. It's important to back Australian manufacturing. Absolutely. Yes, we've got to back Aussie jobs. I want to live in a state that makes things. And, um, you know, we've got new transport infrastructure, trains and um, buses and ferries that will come into uh, our Sydney transport system in the coming years. Uh, It'd be great to have them built right here in New South Wales. There's no reason we can't do it. Victoria, Western Australia and Queensland have similar projects. And Marcus, particularly for the regions, they're good, well-paid jobs that are secure that will last decades, but they do require a government that believes in Australian know-how and Australian manufacturing. All right. One of the other issues that you tackled yesterday, you were out with Father Peter Guy at Rookwood Cemetery to call on the Premier, Gladys Berejiklian, to stop plans to push religious organisations out of cemeteries. The Catholic Mm. Church has been running this cemetery, uh, well, cemetery services for you know, 150-odd years. But the New South Mm -hmm. Wales government, we understand, is now pushing to take over managing cemeteries without, well, without proper consultation with religious and faith groups, and it's left them feeling perplexed. What can we do about this? Yeah, look, I think the Premier needs to be reasonable in relation to this. I I suspect if she gets her head around it in the coming days that we'll put a stop to it um, because it's not reasonable uh, when I say put it, get gets her head around it, I understand that you know the government's busy and there's many things going on. Yeah. Um, I think this might have been a fringe issue originally, but now it's going to come up to the premier's desk. And look, I'm I'm urging her to reverse course in relation to this. The Catholic Cemeteries Trust has been operating for over 150 years. It's been offering funeral services and comforting the bereaved for that that entire time Mm. and with the stroke of the pen the charity is going to be wound up and taken over by the New South Wales government so look I think most people even if they're not religious would accept that religious organizations should be at least involved in the burial of the dead and I think this decision is just the wrong one needs to be reversed Marcus. Well I agree I mean governments probably uh, should stick to other issues and let religious organizations perhaps uh, do the job that they've been doing for so well for you know for more than a century. Uh, and That's exactly right. For whatever reason, I don't quite understand why the state government decided to, to jump on this. And it's not just religious organisations, but it's uh, a lot of other local community groups that have been upset by this. And look, as this, uh, as this issue gains momentum, which I'm sure it will, uh, we'll talk further on it. Thanks for coming on, Chris. Appreciate it. Thanks, Marcus. See ya. All right, there he is, the new New South Wales Labor leader, Chris Minns.